Hey everyone, before we start, I wanted to encourage you to become part of our community on Discord. I always like to say the water is warm, it's very inviting, and no one is going to treat you anything less than an awesome human being because that's how we run it. Our Discord community has actually grown every single day for the last 53 days, and we are so proud of that. But that's where we're going to interact with you a little bit more. And you could ask your questions. You could show your project. You can do all kinds of things. But if you've been on the fence about Discord, like I always was, give it a shot. And we'll see you there. Links in the show notes. Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Oh, man, we're talking about burning some NFTs today. Yes, that is exactly what we're doing. We're going to break it down and we're going to keep it short and sweet. Here we go. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. What is up, family? Burning your NFTs. You're probably thinking, I'm having a hard enough time getting me an NFT, and now I'm going to be burning it. What in the world are we talking about? We are going to be sharing with you why some people decide to get rid of their NFTs and burn them, get rid of all evidence, hide it, everything. But before we get started, if you haven't done so yet, I invite you over to our Discord community. It has been on fire lately. Some incredible humans over there answering newbie questions. And I want to assure you, there's no question too small. So if you feel intimidated by this place, jump in there and we have your back. But Rich, tell you, girl, what's going on with this whole burning NFTs thing? Yeah, so burning an NFT is literally destroying it. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess not literally. So dramatic, dude. <laughs> it's, it's not literal, <laughs> but it's it's destroying an NFT, um, and it's sent to a verifiably unspendable address, essentially eliminating it from the blockchain, where everything is there for eternity. Not anymore, not if you burn it. Okay, so transactions leading up to the burn will remain on the blockchain ledger. But how are we going to accomplish it is what I'm going to ask you. But then we'll get into why you would even do it. But let's just tell you how how you would accomplish it in the first place. Right. So again, you're going to hear this term a lot as a newbie, burning an NFT. And it's exactly what Rich said. It's just getting rid of it. And the way that we do that can be done in a variety of different ways. And like Rich said, to reemphasize, when we burn it, it sounds like it just burns to the ground. But essentially what it is, is the NFT isn't usable anymore. It's sent to a null address. And I thought this was cute. Also called an eater address, an eater address. Um, <laughs> Why is that cute? <laughs> I just, because I like eating. You know how it is. Oh, you know that's how it true. Is. And apparently everything that's happened with that NFT prior to the burn is still on the blockchain. It's not like all evidence of it existing is completely gone. It just becomes void, essentially. That's what I understand it to be. So Why? Why, why, why? You're asking yourself, we're just a couple minutes into this and you're like, cool, cool, cool. Why the freak would NFTs I Because NFTs are expensive. It can't, it's not like you buy a piece of art from the Goodwill and you're like, never mind, I don't like it. I'm going to sell it at the yard sale. I mean, you're dropping hundreds of dollars sometimes on an NFT. So burning it seems like it's burning money. Yes. And let me be very clear, and we will do an episode on staking. Staking and burning are not the same thing, okay? Staking is essentially a promise 
not to sell it or anything like that. And, and it's just kind of like putting it away. Uh, but, but they do have similar aims. Okay, so burning, as we talked about, is irreversible. And the reason burns happen are to reduce the number of tokens that are currently available. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit more. They're burnt to restrict supply in an effort to increase value. So if there's 50 NFT podcasts out there and we burn 10 of them, like <laughs> the value of our podcast increases because we're bomb. So anyway, it, it's... I hope we don't get burned. That's, that's a lot true. That's true. Uh, it's self-inflicted. So that's what it is. I mean, it, it seems like there would be almost like a premeditative thing. If, if the goal of it, which I know there may be a goal for the burning beyond just increasing value, we're going to get into that just in a minute, but let's just sit with the increasing value thing. That's a mastermind. Like people would have to come together and strategically like understand who's burning, how many are they burning and for what reason. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want, and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. I have no fucking idea if this is true or not, but here's something I could imagine. If Heather and I release a 5,000 NFT project, which is completely possible, and we have tons of support and everyone buys them up and they were a hundred dollars each or something like that. Like people are not going to be so sad about burning those if it means some of the other more rare ones are going to increase in value into the thousands. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you could literally sweep the floor on something super low, burn them, the, the supplies decrease, and then the value of some of the better ones increases. But I, I mean, I don't know if that's what it does, but is there a limit on what we could burn or some of this concept? I know this stuff is kind of weird, Heather, but what do you got? Yeah, it is. It is. There's this thing called a uh, POB. It's a proof of burn. And essentially what I understand it to be is just kind of a mechanism that regulates how many tokens can be burned, therefore limiting the mining activity. I'm not sure who exactly is behind the proof of burn, how all that's set up, but know that there is some like guardrails there that I don't think you can just go crazy and burn down the whole field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So Here's a couple things. I wish I could credit where I got this, but here's a couple things that you need to know. An NFT holder can specify the number of NFTs they want to burn. So let's just say you have a collection of a certain something. Uh, you can specify the number. Uh, another one is the contract will then see a check to see the individual has the gas fees in order to burn. So 
hello, gas. Gas is everywhere, man. And I mean, when you get gas and flames, you know bad shit's going to happen. Pun intended <laughs> up in here. So uh, that's that. If you do not have enough currency to cover the gas fee, it ain't going to happen. And then that'll maybe help you rethink your burn if you were going to. The NFT burn transacts as a public, irreversible, permanent transaction, period, point blank. And that is it. So, Heather, there's a part here in some of our notes that I helped prepare where it talks about value management, if you want to hit that a little bit. Yeah, this goes into, again, reiterating why you would want to burn your NFT. But it says here, quote, burning an NFT is most often used for value management purposes. A drop in the supply causes an asset's price to rise, enticing traders and investors to participate with urgency. Others may burn NFTs simply because the token has an error, flaw, or too many weren't minted. And speaking of too many weren't minted, I thought this is an interesting point down here as well, where it said that this could be a tactic to build trust and confidence with the people who invested in the project. Or let's say that there were an influx of uh, tokens that weren't purchased. Uh, the creators can essentially burn the rest of them to build trust with their community that their investment was a worthy investment. That's interesting. But here's the interesting thing too is, you know, this does not guarantee that all the rest of the tokens are going to go up in value. It's a tactic to hopefully get the other tokens and make them more valuable since there's less of them. But of course, you can burn stuff. And I mean, there's there's no promise that what's remaining is going to kill or not. So basically, everyone, like burning your NFT comes with its own risks. You'll never get your NFT or the money spent to mint it back. But also, as Heather said, burning it does not ensure that the other ones you have are going to appreciate in value. I do think if Heather and I, this completely hypothetical, had a 5,000 project and it was 4,000 sold and it had been a few months and like those other thousand were just kind of chilling, like, yeah, like we might burn them. So that way the 4,000 holders could have extract more value out of it. And we could even say something along the lines of like, we have a thousand NFTs left in our collection to sell. We're going to put them at this price, blah, 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 blah. And if not, then you'll never have a chance to get one again. If you are a current holder or someone who buys one of those, you're going to get this, this, and this, right? Like entice people to come in and buy it and then, you know, reward the people who have already invested by burning the remaining supply. Yeah. You know who did this was uh, Tom Bilyeu. I know we're both big fans of him. With the keys, there were some technical difficulties or some issues where some holders weren't very happy. And he said, look, we will refund you for the NFTs that you bought. Just give them back to us. And he did that where he refunded the people who weren't happy and he took back the NFTs. And what he did with those NFTs, they had a big burning party. <laughs> or I, th I think it's actually scheduled where they're going to do it live and have fun and just like have a big old quote bonfire where they burn all these. And what he's doing is he paid back the people who weren't happy. And for the people who decided to hold and trust him and stick with the project, he's essentially rewarding them because now burning all those NFTs from those other people, now holders, theirs potentially could be more valuable now because there's less of them. I like how it mentioned in that one article that sometimes people burn them just because they like, they don't, there's a flaw. They don't really like them anymore. There's an issue. Yeah, it could be something wrong. You know what? If you accidentally produced too many, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say it was supposed to be five and somehow we did like six or something, like all these extra, like, no, 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 no. That's not what we want. We would burn for sure. You know, your homegirl though, I'd be, I'd be trying to sell some. I'd be like on the resale shop of NFTs, be like, Here's a defaulty, nasty NFT nobody wants, but I'm still trying to make some money off of it. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. A real stinker. That's flip life. You know Gary be flip life? Are you ready for the pod deck? Yeah, no, I'm in a weird mood. Yes. Before we do the pod deck, we made an NFT. Like, so we're talking about future plans, but we made one already. And, and it, we ain't burning that. We ain't burning that. that. That's gold. No, and if you, well, we can <laughs> burn it now because someone else owns it. That's true. So we made an NFT and sold it. And uh, we had such such great feedback and support. Uh, but if you haven't checked out our YouTube video on it, check it out. And then it's on OpenSea, NFTs for newbies with a four. Well, by the time this airs, we'll have a couple out because we're doing one every single week, oh, every you're Wednesday right. on our YouTube channel. You can watch us document the process of making some very weird NFTs. And I promise you, it's nothing that you would expect. Well, maybe expect <laughs> uh, that you've seen before. Let's just put it that way. Faux show pod deck. Heather, here you go. I want to read the question to you. No, you always do me. they're all repeats. I'm telling you. <sighs> I, I don't know how we did this, but we've they're all repeats. Just call it, the, call it the rich deck. The rich deck? Okay, I'll ask you a question. What is the oldest piece of clothing you have and why have you not gotten rid of it? You know, what's so crazy is last year I went through this huge like purging where I got rid of like all these things because I was you watching- did some up in there? I did. I really, really did. So I got rid of most of my stuff. I do have a shirt that I got from Goodwill that somebody else owned that says UFOs are real. <laughs> and it's the most nasty t-shirt ever. And it's Ew. just like this thin. I could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean. It's just thin and old. But I'm so attached to this t-shirt. I just love it. I think because it was a dollar and I just like it and I won't get rid of it. So I wear it to sleep. Huh. I have uh, probably my dress blues is the oldest thing. No, 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 not even close. I have um, a sweatshirt that says range coach uh, when I became a marksmanship instructor. And that was fucking like 2003 or some shit. Like it was ridiculous. Like it's it's great. It still fits slightly short, but that's okay. Uh, but that's why I have it. I mean, I'm attached to that. It's like the coolest. I just felt so freaking cool when I got that because I was like, I'm going to be teaching people how to shoot. Anyway, and I got obsessed with that job because I was just so analytical. Like, it wasn't about what we were trying to do. It was about precision, and I loved that. I was so good at that job. That's what you need is a shirt that just says precision on it. Precision. Precision. Nope, that doesn't work. All right. We ain't going to be burning no precision. Bye. Bye. Bye.